Welcome to the Digital Gaming Podcast. My name's Christian. I'm Bobby. I'm Nick. I'm Amanda. I want to say that we never agreed that Christian was just going to start going first. That's like, true. Nobody brought it up. We yeah. didn't. Do, there's no schematic. Know he well, he handles the recording, so we don't know when the show starts until Did he you says guys, something. You guys like it, it better dude. when I say Q to Bobby I, when I was like Q. <laughs> I get it, but Bobby says seven words the whole podcast, and you took away three of them, and it's like, yeah. you know, it's rough. It makes it all right. I'll, I'll gladly give up that responsibility. <laughs> um, I had a super productive day today. Um, also forgot somebody. What? Oh, myself? No, wait. Who? Days, did you say Did you say your name? Yeah. I'm, oh, I, shit. Yeah, I'm here. Oh, no, who's right? sick now? Oh, man. <laughs> I I must I have. That's sick. what the thing is that this with this uh, new COVID is that it just it just goes right through the mic, and so now we all have it. We oh, all spreading the yeah, love. Yeah. That's gotcha. what it is. I'll take another day off, another few days off. Do you think you have uh, the newest variant? Are you like being chic and cool? Or... I feel like <laughs> I I feel like I have whatever variant is just fucking annoying. <laughs> Yeah. It's just annoying. <laughs> the if I could get my taste back and if I can smell mint again, I'm gonna be a happy camper. But uh, yeah, it's just right now you have no taste or or smell. Not, not really. It's like interesting things. Like I'm able to taste a little bit of some shrimp, and um, <laughs> I can. Dude, yeah, it's really specific. Yeah. yeah, I can smell garlic, um, uh, and mustard smells like farts, but that's about it. Oof. Yeah. Mustard so always kind of smells like it. farts, you know. Did you like, lose yeah. your gag reflex? I don't know. I didn't try that. I guess that's for later, <laughs> huh? <laughs> um, so had a super productive day today, like not not a regular day. Changed the garbage disposal because it broke. I put it. I installed a new range, uh, like a cooktop or whatever. Um, went out and bought a second e bike for the family, um, and then. Turned the modded them all so all four of us can ride on two bikes, and then um, oh, and Sam built a catio. Does anybody know what a catio? Nick, you can't answer. So of I helped course. her with that. What we all I love cats over here. A catio. What is yeah, a catio? No, nobody. So yeah. it's like a um, a series <laughs> of a radio uh, cat. <laughs> it's like a series of boxes outside of a window. And they can go out into the like cage that's outside, and that's their own little area. It's a cat uh, patio. Yeah, a cat patio. And so, uh, yeah, they hate it right now. <laughs> We're hoping they're going to start to like it. But yeah, they can go outside anytime they want now because they have this whole thing. I'll I'll post pictures. Christian looks super super. Um, Christian, you've confused. ever heard of these? No, I know exactly what they are. I wish I had them for my cats. I feel like that's the best present you can get for a cat. It's pretty it dope, dude. Yeah, um, pretty they, actually, they actually sell like cat doors, like doggy doors, but for cats that are insulated. So if you live in like a really cold area, you like you don't have to worry about or like a really hot area, you don't have to worry about like backdraft and shit like that. Um so you can just set up a little like a uh, cat door and then they can go out and come back in. Um this guy I follow on Instagram is like making a house out of a shed and he has like a catio for his cat, but his cat also shits outside. So I'm like worried. <laughs> oh, that's snows. the other thing. We put we're gonna um put the the um kitty litter in, in the catio. So that whole oh. thing's gonna happen outside now. So Oh cool. Yeah. It's 
it, Sam does always does a good job on any kind of craft. I'll post pictures. Um, nice. Other than that, who's ridden an e-bike? Who? Anybody? Oh, yep. I've They're ridden fucking one, amazing. Yeah. They're fucking amazing. You know what yeah. they do? They take out the suck from bicycles. Uphills. Yeah. Basically uphill. That's what really kills you. And like um, carrying a lot of weight, I guess, uh, which I do. And um, yeah, so... You know, I, I like to pedal, I like to get a good exercise in, but it take it helps with the suck or eliminates the suck, however you want to do it. It's it's awesome. Yeah. So we just brought our second one. So now the whole family is gonna go on a ride after this. Oh, if nice. I'm not too drunk. <laughs> do you have bike lanes near your ah, we don't need to get into it. Okay. Yeah. Last week we have some housekeeping to attend to. We all made some guesses on a game called Newer, play with your food. Uh, can I get a drum roll? Be- oh, wait, not drum roll yet. Okay, so oh, Emilio. How pronounce it? No, no, no. You guessed it was 1999. Oh, right. Nick right. said 2499, Bobby 20. I said 7, and Amanda said 1499. And if I remember right, Bobby said 20 with a 10% discount. That's jogging my memory somewhere. Maybe that didn't happen. Anyways, now can I get a drum roll? <laughs> It's fifteen ninety nine, Amanda. I have hey. to trust all your opinions going forward. You're obviously you can see the, f- the future. You know what's going on. So you're like looking at USD, COVID, right? But... Yeah, it's USD. Okay. Oh, I'm not. Oh, this changes things. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> no, 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 I'm looking, I'm looking oh. at it right now. I'm looking oh, at it right no. now. It's fourteen ninety nine. It's a photo no, finish. No. No, no, it's no, it's eleven ninety nine. It's eleven ninety nine USD. Yeah, it's wow. it's a release okay. discount of twenty percent, but it's fourteen ninety nine standard price. Okay, eleven. That's super cheap. Amazing, yeah. Nick. I might. Did you I might pick this up. You're gonna pick it up. Awesome. Yeah, I think cool. I'm gonna pay for that cheap. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna pick it up. Actually, we have Let's another housekeeping item. Last week we had a fierce <laughs> debate over. Nick just said Catwell. I'm just going to play the clip, okay? The majority of people will go with fantasy and post-apocalyptic than they will with space. This God, is the-, the majority of people will go with post-apocalyptic or fantasy than they will with space. So, we put a poll in Discord, and I'm happy to say Nick is half wrong, you know? <laughs> 48% of people voted fantasy... <laughs> Thirty percent voted sci-fi and twenty-one percent post-apocalyptic. So I do not accept that sci-fi is bottom of the barrel. It is post-apocalyptic. Thank you. This post-apocalyptic. I have a question for this, and I thought of this like thirty minutes after, like talking about this. Does zombies fit into post-apocalyptic? Yeah, I would say zombies are an apocalypse. It's one of the four horsemen, if you will. The 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 debate that I had was. Is it horror or post-apocalyptic? So I was like, mm-hmm. so yeah, I just wanted to hear you get the stakes. It sounds like, yeah, it is post-apocalyptic. So yeah. Oh, zombies. So. Gotta love them. Okay. Moseying on down. Do, 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 do. On the radar. <laughs> games that have caught our attention. And Bobby is starting us off. <laughs> yeah. Going to start it off with Warhaven. Uh, this is another one of those medieval combat games. So, you know, chivalry. Mordhau, For Honor, um, War of the Roses, which no one remembers, but that was always my favorite one. Uh, one of the they focus heavily on sword play, usually moving the mouse in certain directions to do certain types of attacks. Uh, this one is free to play, though. I'm not sure. 
I don't think any of the others were free to play. Did For Honor eventually go free to play? I feel like that might have happened. Yeah, I think, yeah, I I think, think that's so. true. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this one is free to play, and it's being published by Nexon, this Korean company that uh, apparently is getting into um, developing games. Uh, what's being published and developed by Nexon. And, and I recognize them because they published a bunch of games, famously Maple Story, like way back in the day, but also one that I played and I bring up from time to time, Dragon Nest. Um, and then a few others that I've talked about as well, like Cart Rider Drift and also big hit this year, Dave the Diver. So with the exception of Dave the Diver, all these games have these like, in-app purchases, these kind of cash grab tactics, like some some stuff I don't necessarily like. And I noticed on the Steam page of Warhaven, they actually list, um, under one of the tags, it lists in-app purchases, which I've never seen on a Steam page before. Maybe that's a new thing. But mm. basically, I'm assuming that's microtransactions, right? I mean, it is oh, a free-to-play yeah. game. They've, they've got to make money somehow. So yeah. I don't know. I don't think it'll be free-to-play, but you know, probably cosmetics or whatever. But given the, I don't know, Cartwrighter is a mobile game and I just happen to play it on P- PC. But that one, I think, definitely has some pay-to-win mechanics. Wait, uh, have so you still been playing Cartwrighter? It's been a while, but... Oh, okay. I didn't know if you were like, you know... No. In the P1 <laughs> position these days. Uh, no, no. Not super into that. I mean, playing it on PC is weird because you know you play, you're playing against people on mobile. Like, people just playing on their phone and and you're still losing it's you know it's a typical kart racer like the problem is it's so random which i guess is kind of good but also it just is frustrating but yeah that's warhaven um god when is the release date i didn't see that here do they have that yet it's free to play so i'm sure i'm gonna check it out honestly i have i've had a hard time getting into any any of these since war of the roses and i don't i don't know why that is um, chivalry just didn't feel right to me. I was used to the mechanics of war of the roses and then it more kind of felt the same, but then for honor, like I couldn't play that game at all. I feel like that one was really pushing you towards playing with a controller. Maybe that was my problem with it, but yeah, I, I don't know. It, Apparently it's been it's a great game now. It's on like season 17 and it's mm-hmm. just been killing it. Yeah, it's I, a long I, life. You know, it wasn't, it's still not a mass success, but it did dig itself out of its hole that it was in. So, yeah, I played a little bit of Warhaven on the Steam Next Fest, and Bobby, when you're playing these uh, medieval melee fighters, do you like kind of the that Battlefront Two mechanic where the more people you kill, it like charges up a like a boss bar, and then you can spawn in as like uh, like a strong hero? Mm, not necessarily. I like a lot of the customizations of it. The problem with War of the Roses is that everybody figured out the best way to play it was just a naked guy with a big sword or like a giant axe. Um, because the more armor you put on, the more it slows you down or it slows your swing and, you know, the different weapon types. Like there's a lot of mechanics to these types of games. It's almost it's almost like a mech game if you think about it. You know, <laughs> you really have to customize your character when you go into battle. But I, I don't know. I'm not opposed to that. Why did this one seem a little more, um, just looking at the the screenshots and the videos, it seems a little more arcadey. I guess, is the word yeah. I'm looking for. So they have that boss mechanic where you spawn in as something super powerful. I think it feels really cool. Like, I think it works for the game. But I know, like, some people, if they're a fan of chivalry, 
chivalry they're not gonna they're not gonna like that you know they're kind of in it for the more like tactical um, yeah no dude Sh- chivalry is dead to me at least it's uh <laughs> oh, man <laughs> don't say it. what about mortals mortals still alive <laughs> The problem with those games is they felt honestly too hard. Like I felt like I was just getting worked over by tryhards all game. And I was like, I don't have the time to like, I don't know, get this, like get this to, to get good, dude. Yeah. yeah That's exactly good, where man. Dude, I, not, I bought this thing, dude. I bought a whole peripheral, but I don't have the time to fucking get good at Street Fighter, man. I don't have time. It's unfortunate. I still enjoy playing it, but like, yeah, those things, it takes time to get good. Guys, uh, just need to get COVID again. That's all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, if you could like send me like a nice COVID email that I could open right into my mouth, I would do it. Just so yeah. I could get better in Street Fighter. I get real you. close to that mic, Amanda. Get real close. <laughs> I just got to throw this out there. Uh, fucking Zangief's been winning tournaments. He's won two tournaments now. One Zangief, even though he's the bottom player. I just got. I had to say that. Um, Christian, good job trying to get. Bobby to say that he likes something. Yeah, he said, "Hey, do you like this one mechanic?" He's like, "Yeah, I don't, I don't know." Well, it comes out we'll September twentieth, free to play. So, it might be something we can all hop into and like just see if we like it. Yeah. Um, well, the good thing free to play games, like everybody, you can talk anyone into playing it with you at least once. Yeah. So, I'll check yeah. it out at least, and you can see if you like it or even love it. Some every once in a while, there's a free to play that you love. You know? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Switching a little whatever. Blech. Okay, Star Trek Infinite. That's a game I'm going to talk about. Uh, <laughs> what was that? I don't know. I don't know. Amanda's half dead and her segues are 10 times better, dude. Yeah, but she has such an advantage because she's, I don't know, born having amazing segues. I don't know. So Star Trek Infinite, this is uh, a 4X title by Paradox. You know, they make these games. Um, the last grand strategy star trek game that i played was a custom map in warcraft 3 so uh, i'm pretty excited that they've uh that they've done this um what is kind of raising like a little bit of slight concern for me is it looks exactly like stellaris like all the ui menus even the resource icons and the way the character portraits are built it looks exactly like stellaris and i (laughs) i just noticed that too (laughs) I looked at the PC gaming gamer article because I was like, is there something else to this? Like, it looks like just a reskin of Stellaris. And they say, PC gamer says it's built in the Stellaris engine. When I open up Stellaris, it does not say Stellaris engine. So I don't know what that is, if that's like a new thing. Um, And it makes me happy because... Okay, so they have this engine, and now can we have like a Battlestar Galactica Stellaris? Can we have a Star Wars Stellaris? I mean, as long as the licensing works out, like, what does this open the doors to if they have this engine that might be a little bit easier to uh, build these worlds in? So, uh, I'm interested to see what's like actually Star Trek about this and what's Stellaris. Is it just like a straight reskin? If so, that would be kind of meh. Uh, it's $40. It releases on October 12th, and City Skylines releases on October 24th, and there's just no time in October. There's, Ugh. there's, uh, I, I, I don't know if I can, uh, I'm playing City Skylines too, that's non-negotiable, but I don't know if I can fit this in. Um, any interest, folks, friends, Star Trek, uh, sci-fi haters, um, I should say? I, hey man, I don't hate sci-fi. <laughs> <laughs> I've I learned to like Star Trek more than I do Star, Star Wars though. Um, 
so uh, it's kind of like a, I mean, a reskin. I of, don't want to say it like that before yeah. I played it, but it sure looks like it. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, new missions and new everything else, but um, is jeez, I don't know. Did you did you how much did you like Stellaris? Uh, yeah, I put like three hundred hours into it. Liked it a so lot. this is great. <laughs> it's more content. Yeah. No, no, no. I, yeah. I'm fine with it. I'm fine if it is just a reskin of Stellaris. But what I did see that I should mention is it's more focused on like story trees. I'm not like a huge Star Trek guy, mm-hmm. but I've watched some episodes. I know there's like a war between the Federation and the Klingon. You know, I know the basics. And you start uh, at the well, beginning of Star Trek. It depends at what time, what Star yeah. you're talking about. Whether or not it's pre-Picard or uh, post-Picard, <laughs> are we talking a Kelvin timeline or no? Because wow. that could factor in as well. You guys are yeah. all star. <laughs> By the way, Leslie, so fall asleep. Le- Leslie, <laughs> Leslie is super into Star Trek to the point where, like, so she grew up kind of in like a lower income household, and they didn't have cable, so Star Trek was like free to watch on TV, and that's all she yeah. fucking watched, and so. She knows so much about Star Trek, and her favorite thing to watch right now, besides Bob's Burgers on TV, is the Lower Decks. Like she will, she loves watching that cartoon. We watch it every Thursday. It's like Rick and Morty, Rick and Morty plus like Star uh, Star Trek, and it's so fucking good, dude. It's so funny. It's about um, the help, right? Yeah, it's about it's about the the lower decks. It's about the, the ensigns, the like yeah. the, the shittiest of the shitty. I could watch that. That sounds good. I'm watching Star Trek: Strange New Worlds, and I'm liking it. Uh, it's kind of like a new take, but anyways, uh, let start. me, a little say, little segue here or a little, uh, whatever tangent, uh, going on a bird walk. Um, a <laughs> buddy of mine, you know, one of these drunken nights that like my friends, like dude, hang out with just guys, he's drink beer and stuff. This guy, he's like, Hey man, you know, uh, it's crazy that you have a podcast, but if I ever like my dream, my absolute dream, if I ever get the money would be. To make a podcast about the angry ensign, like just you know somebody down in the, and he goes episode by episode of Star Trek, and he he's complaining about like all the shit that rolled downhill for him for that episode. I was like, dude, that is an awesome idea. That is so good. Uh, but you don't have to be rich or have any. I was like, I have a studio. You can just come and record that if you want. Oh no no no! I couldn't, I couldn't, I I couldn't possibly do that. Like, uh, I I would need everything to be perfect. And I was like, uh, it's it's an audio format, dude. Like, as long as your voice sounds good, like it's gonna be good. No no, I I I just I I couldn't I could I, I'm like, it was so weird to me that it was just this, this idea. But really, when it came down, he he couldn't. He wasn't gonna swing when he was that bad. You know what I mean? Did he say the thing he wanted the most in his life? <laughs> that dude's no. going to be on his just like bed a, saying, like, I should have made that. Stuff. I should have yeah. took Emilio's <laughs> okay, offer. I should have took Emilio's offer. Now that the lower <laughs> decks are out, like, yeah, that, that was his idea, basically. Yeah. Uh, but the, So, like, the lower decks, every single episode has a call out to, like, every single, like, season or whatever. Like, it, they go over shit and they reference shit because, like, everything has, like, the Picard timeline, all that stuff has like existed. And so like what, for example, there's like a, a race that's mentioned in like the previous, the previous seasons and they're known as the, the Packlids. 
and they're like this. Okay. When you have to start explaining, we're going down a long road here, folks. I just, we got a long show. I'm just, long story short, they make the smallest things, the funniest shit. And you should definitely watch the show. But, which uh, this fire. is a video game podcast. Yeah, which fire? <laughs> which fire? <laughs> Way to cut them off. That's like in the Oscars where they start playing the music <laughs> when they're the fucking music. trying to say. Oh man, you bring up Star Trek around a bunch of nerds, man. It's gonna be yeah. a minute. I I know. <laughs> okay, no, which fire? Um, it was put on our radar from uh, Burn Division, and it is unfortunately an ex uh, epic exclusive for the first year. Um, from watching the videos, I mean, I wouldn't bring it like most epic exclusives. I would not bring up because like nobody's gonna play it for the first year. Just, just uh, imagine that it's a uh, like a preview, a one year preview instead of it about to come out. Um, but if you watch the videos, it reminds me a lot of Remnant, which you know, there's not there's not a lot of games that are right there in that you know kind of like. Soulsy, shooty, slashy games. There's not a lot. That's like there's one I think that that, that put them all together. Um, so uh, you are uh, some sort of witch uh, with guns, and you cast spells and you um, shoot guns, and you make them mix. Uh, really, the mechanics here is what really interested me about this. Um, so there's this one spell where you cast a, you make a um, a bell, like a magical bell above the bad guys, and you shoot it, and it stuns the bad guys. And you can shoot it, like, uh, up to three times before it disappears. And, you know, and the bad guys are, like, grabbing their head, and they're, like, being all shaky. And then... Um, they, they thought of so many things. It's all about the details here. Like when I was watching this thing, obviously you see, usually when you fight a big boss, you can't stun a big boss, but if you have the bell directly above their head and you shoot the bell, then, then that, that gets them rattled. So it adds a layer of complexity there. Um, also the, every gun has progression and levels. So you unlock the magic in every gun as you're playing with it. And, um, I thought it was really cool. So the just the basic pi- pistol at the very beginning of the game. Uh, this is one of the mechanics. This is one gun. This is the very beginning one. Every crit that you get in a clip of six makes the next clip super-powered bullets. So let's say you got three crits out of the six um, then you would have three super-powered bullets in the next clip. And um, I, I thought that was a really cool uh, mechanic. And then you keep leveling up. like uh, It's almost like a skill tree, it sounded like. Every gun has a skill tree, and you can just keep going down, things like that. Anyway, the gameplay looked really cool. The spells looked really awesome. Um, and they mix. It's like, yeah, just like I put it here. I said, magic and gun make babies. Like, uh, yeah, they're, they're, it's not you can do magic and you can play and you can shoot guns. You have guns and they can be uh, enhanced by your magic. I like an really artificer cool. or something. Like someone. Who, yeah, 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 totally. Yep. Cool. 
This yeah. is by the same developer as The Vanishing of Ethan Carter, which is a totally different type of game. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Polish. Um, Christian was showed me a list of Polish games, and uh, yeah, they they. Uh, they Polish game developers, games. Yeah, yeah, Poland. Let's go. I need to know one Polish word so that when I say that, I can like yeah, tie it together a little better. <laughs> the only Polish word you need to know is kurwa. What does nice. that mean? Shit. It's like they're like sup, like or like <laughs> essentially they use it for everything. Like it's like a yeah or a no or like this. It's like a it's like aloha and fucking so in I Hawaiian. like it's I everything. literally Nick I I just typed into Google Translate and it means it literally says it means whore. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it does, but they use it for everything, dude. I do not believe you. Also. Uh, if I wouldn't have looked that up, you know, some poor listener was going to be out there and just like <laughs> some Polish listener just got in yeah. trouble. <laughs> yeah. Wow. All right. What we're looking for is Hachme, which is let's go. Hachme. Okay. Hachme. Yeah. Which starts right. with the CH, apparently. But I clicked on the how do you hear this or how do you say this? Hachme. We worship um, Poland. Amanda, wake well, up. It's your turn. Yeah. Well, I was. Man, God, I was going to say, going from the occult to just straight cult, uh, I put Worship on the radar, which is a game that is a roguelike game where you are wearing the robe of a cultist and you are gathering a bunch of followers. This is locally co-op and local multiplayer. It's not out yet. Uh, It just says that it's coming out soon. But what I really like about this game is I think it's stylized in just such a really cool way. Everything is black and white except for red and blood that you draw and create these ceremonies in. So they have like some of these scenes where you literally grab one of your followers, stab them, and then with the blood you form a shape or a symbol um, in order to progress to the next part of the map or... Uh, for certain things like when you're fighting and and stuff like that and so I just kind of really love the way I've always loved games that um, use color in a very intentional way uh, when they design things and so I think that this is pretty cool how they've done this here too but predominantly focusing on um, blood and using blood for sacrifice and rituals and so um, you can then have a little bit of like a follower management to command followers and do different things and send them to different um, explorations and stuff like that, uh, which I think is cool. You can do like a cult progression where you build buildings and create your own like little commune, which I think is kind of like a fun or interesting uh, addition to this kind of a game as well. But I don't know, but this game, it looks really kind of interesting. It definitely looks savage as fuck. And I kind of love that. Do you think this is kind of like a copy of Cult of the Lamb? A little bit? I think there's a little bit of that in there. It's inspired by Pikmin as well, and I can see some of that inspiration with that as well. But It definitely looks like a fusion of the two. It looks looks fun. Mm -hmm. It's so beautiful. I love it, yeah. Yeah, looks great. It looks like (laughs) some of the puzzles are uh, depending on how much blood you can put down on the ground. Yeah, which I think is kind of funny. But then you just go around and you just convert more local people into being followers. So that way then you have more blood. Charisma plus 10. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) 
Exactly. So that's worship. Nice. From Montreal, this game studio. Sorry, I'm just like looking them up now because this game is so beautiful. I thought, what else did they make? Doesn't seem like a lot else, but looks like this is back on Kickstarter. Chasing rats. Do you guys know there's no rats in Alberta? Do you guys know this? Where where I'm from, there's no rats? No, no, no. Uh, At the border of Saskatchewan, British Columbia, and America, there's rat outposts and there's the government pays um like professional catchers to like put traps down and hunt down all the rats um it's from like there's like a farmer tax and they all pay into this bucket and then they fund these border outposts so that they don't like feed on the crops and if you look at a map of the world you'll see an alberta cutout of no rats just a fun little fact wow (laughs) i feel like that's crazy what I feel like that's bullshit. <laughs> it's not. It's not. There's definitely rats in there, man. Do I have to get? So if I were to, if I were to head to you, I have to get past the rat outpost. There's just like a horde of rats going border. like a, on a fence. What, what about Alberta pet stores? Can you buy a rat in a pet no. store? No. No way. Really? No. no you can only buy mice. You can only buy mice. But I, okay. No, that's um, it's rat free. A little bit of a bird walk again. Uh, I, there's two <laughs> YouTube channels I've watched that are uh, like people that exterminate rats for a living. One of them uses um, sables, which are kind of like uh, weasels, and uh, he trains them to go into their burrows and break all their necks. And it is fucking awesome. Like, it is so cool because um, they're long and, you know, like a weasel. Super, Using super a long rat and thin, to kill a like bunch a, of rats. Yeah, <laughs> so he can fit in all the things, and then yeah, he'll let like four of them loose, and the video is crazy, just is crazy stuff. And then uh, there's another guy who does night vision sniping with a pellet gun, and he just kills them, and it's crazy. It's like watching war footage where only one side can can ever win, can fight back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like I like I like to think he is a druid, Amanda. I like to think he yeah. talks to those weasels really close. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Way to go! Uh, you just killed Halson. Awesome, great. <laughs> apparently, see, sables are like and weasels aren't trainable. People most people say, but this guy trained them to do what he wants. It's pretty. Cool. Oh, anything's trainable. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, Leslie says li- lizards can't love. That's my favorite thing she says. Uh, Highlights: right. games we have yeah. been playing. Bobby, getting a little spooky? Early October? What's happening? Yeah, well, this is actually from a little while ago. Nick and I played Phasmophobia, and we didn't have a chance to really talk about it. I think this was the first time we played it since the Ascension update, uh, the version 0.90 that came out, I guess, about a month ago now. Um, This was the big update whole bunch of stuff and right off the bat we could tell the game was just a lot more difficult i think we played the first map that little house and we always do that as kind of a warm-up and uh that went all right but then we we went on to do a couple other maps and lost every single one um and some of that was getting used to the changes but also they've just made the game harder it's got all the new items in it and I think there's been a lot of little patches since this one came out. Um, So I think they're trying to tweak some things because it almost seems like some of the... uh, No, not too hard. Uh, I think they're forcing you to level up is what what it is. Mm. You have to level up to unlock the really good gear and you have to spend a lot of time leveling up 
to unlock those tier threes. Um, but once you do, I imagine it'll get, it'll get a little easier. But Nick was saying that some of, I think the thermometer, so the, the lower quality one is better than the higher one or maybe that yeah. was another item. So there, the lower quality thermometer is just like an analog thermometer, right? Um, so they they fix some things in the game where, where you can just auto tell something happens without even using the tool. So like one thing that used to exist in the game was there, if you could see your breath, that means that there's freezing temperatures, right? Um, it was kind of like a handicap for people that couldn't afford things and the game didn't have like progression. So it was kind of like a way to like make money um, if you just lost all your money. Um, so that that's out the window now. That that doesn't that doesn't help at all, kind of, because um, the whole house could be that temperature. Um, but the the thermometer, the analog one, you could just pull it up and it's like, oh, it's this temperature. As long as you have it in your hands, even if you're not looking at it, it's constantly adjusting. But the fucking second the second way to tell temperature is a temperature gun. It's a really shitty one. You have to hold it for like six seconds, and then it tells you the temperature, and it doesn't move. And so, like, you can do a reading, mm. but if, like, in that reading, you can be attacked or you can do anything can happen. You can't put it on the ground and it work. Like, the, the analog thermometer, you can just place it on the bed and it's working. Mm-hmm. Um, so, it, there, there's some things that are better technically, or I wouldn't say technically, but, like, when you think about it, like, analog and, like, in, like, a human aspect. But, um, yeah, the, the fucking temperature gun sucks. Uh, I don't know the third one. Probably. I the third one. I'm dying to know, Bobby and Nick, this UI menu that was such a terrible travesty that Bobby just references. It's not, it's not any better. It's still there. It's still shit. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's still pretty terrible. Um, that and also the graphics. So they, they were talking about um, not necessarily improving the graphics, but other things about the way the game handles. I didn't really notice much of a difference, honestly. It all looks kind of about the same. Um yeah, and I actually, I played with randos for the first time too, which uh, I've never done before. You know, I always just play whenever Nick's playing and, and with his friends who know what they're doing. Um, but I actually had the desire because you have to level up so much now to get the good gear. I'm like, well, I should, I'm going to put in some work and get some good gear here and get into this. And it did not really go well. Because what, what kept happening was I would join random games and it was typically a group of people who are already like grouped up and knew each other. And then I'm just like the stranger that shows up and I'm not very experienced. Um, and also this game relies so heavily on voice comms that it feels really awkward to jump into somebody else's circle and talk to them over the internet. I don't know. I, a lot of times when I play games, you know, as a late, I don't feel social, you know, whatever. Like I'm not a big talker anyway. So it, I, hey I realized guys, how... age, sex, location. Uh, what's good? <laughs> ah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's super weird to like jump into someone else's game. Like yeah. I, I don't know, um, but I still do want to play more of this and level up. So if anyone's playing, let me know. Or if you want to play Void Crew, offer still out there. I know someone had messaged me or said something about it, but oh, what was that? Week. Cricket Soldier said that if you buy it, he'll buy it. Yeah, I definitely want to check that out. I just got uh, I got jury duty this week. I don't know if I'm going to get selected for a trial. Oh. And I've got like three side jobs going on. Well, two side jobs in a favor, but it's a it's a busy week coming up. But um, something really weird happened too. So I was the last one left alive in, in one of these uh, missions gone wrong. And um, 
I'm trying to run out of the house because I'm just like, all right, I'm out of here. You know, this is <laughs> if I'm the last guy left alive, like I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> like, mission's over, let's go. And apparently, when the ghost hunts, it shuts the door. So I get to the door and I open it and it slams shut. And I think there's something wrong with the game, like it's bugged or something. Um, and I keep trying to open it and open it and open it, and then the monster comes and kills me. So I don't know. I, I what, thought I seriously thought other it was option. A, what what could he have done there, Nick? I should have ran there, and hid. You, but, you get to hide. Yeah. There, uh, so there's a couple things you can do, right? There's like defend yourself with like incense, which is never really works ever. Um, you know, uh, hide or kind of distract the ghost, uh, which only really works in VR, kind of where you throw something. Um. But yeah, uh, yeah, he's fucked. Uh, the first, the first time we ever played the game, uh, only one of us knew that that happened, and so one of my friends stood outside the door when it when it started hunting, and you could see through the little window of the door, and then we were like, "Open the door! Stop holding the door! Open the door!" We were like, and one of us got killed, and we just freaked out. We were like, "God damn it, Trevor! You piece of shit!" We were just yeah. like, this guy up. You're like, "You fucking asshole!" And he's like. Dude, I couldn't open it either. I was trying to help. And we we're like, oh. you're lying. And we were like, and then Damn, we looked so at even if you have a second person trying to hold it open, it, it, it doesn't it doesn't matter. The, the door the door is forced closed. Yeah. This is when you yeah. need a nice two by four and just like something to hold that bitch open, dude. I feel yeah. like this is it, the first and, time I've heard of Trevor, and I want to hear more about him. Just just oh, so Trevor's you know. a menace. <laughs> just, okay. just let you know Trevor is a worse <laughs> menace than I am. Okay. I've been playing a lot of Starfield. Um, I mean a lot for me. I probably put in, I don't know, another ten, five to six hours or something. Uh, yeah, I could. Um, I'm having a little bit of Bobby problem with this Bethesda game where like, yeah, I could just click on the main. There's a tab that says main quest line and just do that. But there's so much shit. There's so, so much stuff out there. It's a gigantic world. One of the first levels, uh, one of the first quests you get, there's so many quests, so many. So so much to the point where like I had to drop some people off at one planet and they're like, oh, thank you so much. And it's a whole planet with a whole city. And I did not, I was like, I'm staying at, nope, I'm getting gas and I'm getting the fuck out, dude. Because I don't <laughs> need, a, I don't need none of your problems. Like I, I don't want to talk. You guys having a civil war and people are being slave traded? Not yeah, my dude, problem. No, I'm not, gone. Not for me. I'll I'll be back later. I'll be back in seventy five hours. Um, <laughs> and so I just took off from there. Um, so one of the very first quests you get is like go to this one place and survey the planet. What the sur- what surveying means uh, depends on the planet, but you find out what resources are available, what fauna there is, and what um, flora there is and so uh, this particular one is like five uh, five of each and um, it took me fucking forever apparently that means all everything that lives on that planet you have to find and it's not it doesn't sound like it's too hard um, you do have to fly to different biomes and try to find you know but this place only had two biomes so you just have to be lucky to land where this one thing lives and it just, I was there forever and ever, but um, there was plenty to do. Like, um, I don't know if you, everybody here has played Skyrim, but like, you know, you see like a little icon that's grayed out You're like, Oh, there's a thing there. Right. Cause it's within striking distance. 
So you just walk to that thing and figure that thing out, you know? And then usually it's bad guys taking over or AI took over a fucking place and you solve the whole thing, but you're also not doing anything towards the survey, but it's okay. I was like, just going and going. Um, what, what is nice, but not great is, um, again, if you're playing Bethesda games, you fill your inventory up and then you go sell and then, you know, you do it again, but your ship has, um, cargo, uh, it can hold. Uh, so as long as you get back to your ship, you can fill up that whole bitch full of, uh, things. And then when you go sell, you can sell things directly from your ship. Unfortunately, you have a storage at your home base, but you can't move things from your ship to that cargo uh, that I know of, maybe with a mod. Um, that's my goal this week. I want to mod uh, the game. Um, what else? Um, oh, yeah. So I'm going just from like hotspot to hotspot. Oh. Thank you. What's going on? Okay. Um, hotspot to hotspot and uh, I had no health I had no nothing to heal myself with and I'm literally eating whatever food's just laying around you know just like I killed them all and then I killed I ate the pirate's lunch to try to heal myself up literally five hit points I was just trying to fight anything to because there's no vendors on this planet and I didn't want to fly all the way back to sell this thing and it's just like I think I could just the entire game could be on this one planet, and it would you be could enjoy it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's a thousand planets. <laughs> <laughs> it's like That's a hundred Skyrims in one game. It's you're, you're playing. You're playing a retirement game, in my opinion. You're playing a game yeah. that's so big you'll never finish it until you retire. Like, yeah, it's like. Well, it's not that the planets are so incredibly able to be explored like they are No Man's Sky, right? Because I thought that I saw that one of the biggest complaints that some people would have is that like they want to be able to explore the planets completely and just like see a planet and go check it out. But like it's not exactly like that on Starfield, right? I think you can. I, you can land wherever you want as long as it's not water. Um and you can run in any direction. I think you could run around an entire planet if you wanted to. Um, so I don't know. Maybe No Man's Sky has more. I remember No Man's Sky having a lot of subterranean stuff, like so the, caves and stuff. This so does, main, but they're more rare. I haven't seen a lot of caves. But I haven't been on a lot of planets either. So, um, no, I think you can land wherever you want. And I think you can run the whole circumference of the planet. So, yeah, it's very <clears throat> explorable. So the main, yeah. I think the thing that people are complaining about the most right here, and the, and the man is like talking about it, is that you can't fly in orbit. Uh, in No Man's Sky, you can get your ship and you can fly in orbit, and you can like even shoot things on the ground and stuff, and it's like a, a key part of the game. Um, and like, for example, if something's like three kilometers away, you don't have to run thirty minutes to that fucking thing. You can literally get in your ship, take off like thirty feet off the ground, and go fly to it. Um, and that's what people are like, why, why is that in like a, a six year old game, seven year old game? And it's not in Starfield, this game that's been like, you know, been developed with $400 million or whatever. So, I mean, that's why, that's why there's a I, question I, about it. I get it. Yeah. Cause like, if I just flew my spaceship over there and blew up the whole place with my laser cannons, it would take away a lot of the adventure. You know, I like going and fighting space pirates 
without blowing them up with my spaceship. No, well, I, even if that's the case, then like make the guns not work in orbit, right? Just make it so that you can at least fly to it. But yeah. like No Man's Sky isn't loading like a planet's worth of dialogue and quest lines and voice acting and all these op like they're two completely separate games. So I feel like it's a little unfair to compare. They they both shine Bro, it's, in it's different flying. places. Eh, um, I mean, No Man's Sky, you, you can land anywhere and go anywhere on the planet, but the majority of that's not really worth looking at or seeing, you know. Um I did realize that there's a lot of RNG going on. Like if I you just keep running west, things will be in the west. Like it it's all populated. You there's I don't think there's any direction you could just go and nothing will be there. There's things in every direction and um not far either, you know. I mean Five minutes of running would be an extremely long. Usually, I don't run more than um, two minutes if I'm going anywhere. Um, I did want to talk about the skill trees a little bit. So, um, say like fitness, you put a point into fitness. You cannot, you cannot get fitness level two until you've done the prerequisites for fitness level one. Even though you have fitness level one, which is like 15% to oxygen, you can't get to level two until you've ran enough that you can unlock level two. Does that make oh, any sense? Okay. Uh, yeah, my yeah. my like melee build, right? So I got melee one. It's great. It's like 25% less damage when you have a melee weapon out. Great. You can't get melee two until you kill 30 uh, creatures. Like, 30 worthy adversaries with with a melee weapon with a melee weapon that's super cool god i really like it yeah i really <laughs> like it it's it that's very awesome. cool yeah um the lock picking i got lock picking one but i can't get locking picking two until i lo- unlock x amount of saves and uh yeah it it makes it much more deliberate it's not just a skill tree it's like I have to actively work towards this, but the benefits are like tremendous. You know, I, I think they, they, uh, they stack. So when you get 25% to this and then later on you get 35% to that, that includes the 25% from before. So you, you're making, making massive jumps, but you have to work towards it. Um, so I really like that. And that's about it for now. Um, yeah, I put it here. I put mule just because, like, yeah, <laughs> you got to carry a lot of shit. Cool. Um, Nick, tell me about the fires of Rubicon. The fires. Uh, to be honest, I can't tell you much about the fucking fires of Rubicon, but I can tell you the game's fun as shit. <laughs> <laughs> I, dude, um, before you go, just real something. quick, I, I read the lore for the game. And I was like, what the fuck is happening on it, this game? It, It's so stupid, dude. <laughs> and this is every Armored Core story. It's like you're a mercenary and then you blow up some like shit and you're like, oh, I'm a bad guy now. Like Now I got to do good stuff. And then it's like, wait, all this stuff hurts people. And then it's like back and forth. <laughs> Anyways, but the thing is, there's no fucking, there's no faces. There's not, there's not a single like CGI. Fa- I have not seen a single human being in the game. Like there's no like I've seen giant robots, I I've heard people talk, 
but it's all radio communications and shit like that. It's all like in-game audio. It's all like loading screen audio. All of it's skippable. And it's the best because you don't need to know. Because all the game <laughs> does is like go over here, blow this shit up, or protect this shit, or avoid this shit. But there's fires and on Rubicon, dude. We, there's we fires have to on know. Rubicon. We have to know why. <laughs> I'll tell you right now, I got fucked up by them fires today. <laughs> um <laughs> But I so the game's getting like an 80, 80 to eighty eight as far as like reviews go, and I really believe it deserves it. Um, this is a total like get on sale game. You, you get about twenty hours of fun out of it. I'm forty percent of the way through it. I've put like eight hours into it, nine hours into it. I just uh, unlocked multiplayer. It's kind of weird. They kind of you make have sure to that unlock multiplayer. Uh, yeah, so the, the reason why they do it that way is um, so you make your mech, right? Um, and they don't want you to be disadvantaged when you go play multiplayer. So they want to make sure that you have a certain amount of parts. Not only do you have ELO, but they're like, we don't want the guy who has like the solar gun that can shoot the beams of the sun, you know, into somebody that has like a pistol. You know, they don't want that to happen. Um, but it's all one-on-one combat that it's not like, it's oh. not like a, it's not like a team-based game. If that was the case, then that game, this game would be fucking nuts. Um, but yeah, I don't care about the story about uh, at all. It's, it's still super fun. One thing I like about it is that the missions range from anywhere from like literally two minutes long to like 45 minutes to an hour. Uh, so it's it's nice because you can pick it up, uh, play a mission, drop it, and then uh, you unlock these things called arena battles where you can uh, like people have submitted characters um, and they or like the developers have made characters um, by characters I mean like specific uh, robot like suits and you fight them and they have like code names and like sometimes you'll even see them in the story, um, but like you fight like a souped up version of them. Um, and you make money and you buy parts and shit like that. So it's pretty fun. The robot building is not super in depth. You're not like, oh, my left arm weighs 45 pounds more than my right arm or anything like that. It's not super crazy, uh, but it's fun. It's really fun. I like it a lot. Uh, th- three weeks ago, I said, what is this game? Never heard of any armored who fires where. Um, and I did play it too this week, Nick. I played the first mission, at least, and then I dicked around in the uh, Met Creator. Uh, I just was doing color schemes and stuff. And mm. I'm I'm hooked. Like, I feel like this game is awesome. Dude, it's so satisfying sliding in on your mech, like multi-selecting everything, firing off a barrage of rockets. There's... I, what feels better? What could feel better? Tell me. It, 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 you can't... It will wait until, like... So... Not... So things get more in depth as far as like the weapon platforms that are available to you. So like right now, I think your rocket launcher can like your missile launcher can shoot like two rockets. Well, there's some that shoot 10. There's some that shoot one big ass missile. There's some that shoot like eight. There's some that shoot like plasma missiles and like it gets really, really fun. Um, For example, it's like you can buy one that shoots three and you're like, that's a weird ass number. Why would it shoot three? Well, the whole point is that, it does a lot of stun damage and the missiles fly sideways and one flies up. And so that your opponent, it has a very difficult time dodging them. Um, and so it can get really, really, really in depth and really fun. Um, when did you pick it up? Did you buy it or did you get it like a free copy or something? I, I had to, I'm steam sharing it off a coworker. I had to play it for work basically. Um, and uh, that was one of the best things I've ever done. <laughs> 
<laughs> you like it? I'm glad you yeah. like it. Yeah, and the open world com- took me. Comp- I don't know if it's truly open world, but it felt in the mission that I played, oh, that I could go pretty much everywhere I could see. Like I jumped off this catapult, or I was flung with the catapult, and there was this mm-hmm. huge area that I could explore, and it, it just felt awesome. So sometimes the 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 levels can literally be a room, like a like what can be considered like in a video game, like a thirty by thirty room, or it could be like a huge mountain range. And uh, yeah, you can usually go wherever you can see, um, and you can scan the area, even find parts or like find money and stuff. But to like to me, I haven't found that all that much. But it's a uh, it's pretty fun, especially when you get to the missions that are like timed. Um, but and one thing that you'll learn is the stronger your guns get, the more the ammo costs, and you can even lose money on missions. Oh, um, that's so, sad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was the wake a wake up call at the end of my first mission when it was like uh, your pay, and then it's like time in the mech minus, and then it's like armor repair kits. I was like, but I had them on me. Now I have to pay. <laughs> it's I like your them. first job, and you're like taxes. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I worked exactly. it up to ten dollars an hour. Why am I only yeah. getting thirty? Yeah, yeah, oh, but super fun, super fun, super fun. Yeah, what about Remnant Two, Amelia? I don't know. I want to hear about Phoenix Springs, the prologue, the prologue. <laughs> All right. Well, um, I don't know. This game is really kind of interesting. I played a bit of it. You can play it for free because the prologue is out there for free. So it's kind of a demo. I guess this probably could have been on the radar since it's not the full game. But I did want to highlight some really cool things about this that I found. Um, It is this point and click adventure. It's a stylized like mystery they kind of also put it as like a sci-fi. I'm not truthfully seeing like too much sci-fi in this, but it is a really, really unique game, I think. You're this investigative reporter, and so you're going through looking at this mystery, trying to find your brother, and the game is entirely voice acted, and it's done really, really well, and I, I really love the way that they play off of camera angles and kind of where you're at, and you you sit there and you kind of figure out the line of how you want to ask things to different people that you interact with in the game, uh, which is cool. So like you can select your iris and your eye and then like select a certain topic um, to then click on something that's in the world and kind of connect all of them. And so you're kind of following that and, and being guided by the evidence and things that you are finding in the universe. And it's just, I think it's incredibly beautiful. It's definitely, um, it's stylized and designed like it's a graphic novel, which I think is really cool. I'm always such a huge fan of that kind of stuff. And like I said, it's very noir and very simple, but the storyline of it has been really good so far. And I really enjoyed it. I beat it. I got as far as like I can go uh, with the prologue, which doesn't take too long. It's probably like 40 minutes. Um, so it's not long at all. I highly recommend everybody to play in at least like the free prologue to see if you like it just because like i said it's a it's a unique take it came out on may 5th uh 2023 so relatively new it's got a hundred percent positive but that is 21 people so take that with a grain of salt you probably know 21 people um but i do think that this is really cool and really well done and it sounds great it's visually beautiful and um it's a really really cool game i really enjoyed this it kind of reminds me in a way of um there was a graphic novel 
uh, visual novel that I that I checked out called, uh, I think, Cut to the Core is what that one was called out. And so this is kind of stylized in a very similar way. Um, but you play, you actually are playing a game with this one, whereas the other one, not so much. Almost looks like watercolors. Yeah, mm, it does. It's beautiful. Oh, I love it's the look. Nice. You pick... Days, you pick truly beautiful games, you know, like you put stuff on the radar. It's just like visually uh, like so distinct. Yeah. Cool. I don't know, man. According to these guys, the uglier the game is, the more I probably like it. (laughs) (laughs) You'll give me that grunge. Yeah. No, I just love the style of this. And like I said, the, the story of it was really cool. And I found myself, there were a few moments where I was just like, man, I can't really figure out what the next step is but then i saw that there was something that i didn't click or check out and then it all connects you know and then you're kind of like oh and then you go into the next spot so i really do enjoy that kind of stuff um like what was it the case of the golden idol i think is kind of similar with that as well of trying to figure out what's going on and so yeah this is a really uh really dope uh visuals with really wonderful voice acting and a cool story Sorry, Days, if you already said, um, but uh, so the prologue is free and then there's episodes you can buy or. It's looking like the prologue is free and that they haven't come out with the full game just yet. So it's yeah. So it's like you check out the prologue and then when the full game comes out, it looks like it's just a one and done. You buy it, you get the whole thing. Gotcha. Cool. Cool. Keep it up with the, the alt stuff. It's needs to be talked about for sure especially with only 20 did you review it mm? i didn't i did not mm. i should write a review you're right give DLG it a little bump. dlg bump, DLG bump. Mm-hmm. yes uh if you if scary. anybody here writes a review that's like, if you're listening now just put, put a little uh, hashtag dlg bump we doesn't we don't know if it does anything but uh Christian <laughs> we don't like know the results know. yeah yeah Let's see if it does no, 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 and then s- send it to us so we can put it up on Discord and and show everyone. Um, if you write something negative and you write DLG bump, uh, I won't like you. So just we'll find you, can, you. It's a free world; you can do it, but it's fine. You know, toxic we'll positivity only. It's toxic positivity <laughs> only. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Remnant two, man. Uh, I'm going to be talking about it for the rest of the year, I guess. Um, Nick, just like you were talking about uh, when Cricket plays Arc, Arc, yeah, and yeah, he's like freakishly good at it. Yeah, he's already amazing at he it. He hasn't done everything, but he's done a lot. And um, <clears throat> uh, there's a little bit more, um, like uh, that was revealed to me, I guess. So you, there's like I don't know six worlds, six dimensions that you have to go through and every one i've talked about how like it's randomly generated but that's not exactly right you um there's like six versions of that dimension you can get so potentially you can run through the game six times and maybe you'll get everything um, I, I don't think you'll have to run through the same version of the of one dimension twice um, to get everything. It, it, it tracks the ones that you've already done. So when you start over uh, at the end of the game, you you know that one's crossed off. So you, you're not going to see the same content over and over. Even though it's the same world, um, you'll be fighting different bosses and you'll be doing 
different um different pathways it'll look different um so he came in and he played with john and i and we went and did completely new shit we had a great run he'd never done and it's crazy because he's put in so many hours he's level like 65 or whatever the fuck and he hasn't seen any of the shit that was in my game because he's just not there yet you know and uh that was really cool um we got a bunch of loot he had never got before and then he helped us out with um some stuff whatever he had done already he's like oh yeah you want to do this and this but uh yeah we had a blast um let's see uh so i talked about archetypes and how you can basically mix and match whatever you want you can main whatever you want and you can subclass whatever you want um the bonus to this is there are perks that you get with each class that are permanent so it doesn't matter once you move to another class you keep those so really what the game is (laughs) wants you to do is play every level tons of times and max out every class nick it would be like uh if you're playing binding of isaac and you beat the game with magdalene and you keep one of her traits for all characters that's that would be nuts yeah yeah, that would would be nuts um but it's a lot of work and but yeah the gameplay loop the gameplay loop in this is so fucking good who cares like it yeah, that's fantastic. Love it. Uh, just a bad year for it to come out. It's up against some monsters this year. Yep. Do we know the names of all the six worlds? I'm gonna, wait, Ooh. I think this this could be fun. I'm going to describe what I see, and okay. I'll go around the table, and everyone names it. Okay? No. It could be fun. It could be what? shit. No? Okay. okay. So, Emilio, uh, I'm seeing... Uh, I'm looking in the sky, and there's a big black hole, and the ground has, like, these giant thin spikes that are, like, shooting up some small, some all the way to the atmosphere. What, what are we looking at here? What kind of world? Um, that would be uh, the spiky place. I don't know. <laughs> I was going to say Porcupine Place. That's the, that's, that's the name I have. Okay, Days. There's uh, all these big trees. Some are evil. Some are corrupted. And they're like eroding this stone ancient civilization. And it's kind of lit by these uh, orange beautiful lanterns. Hmm. That sounds like uh, Spooky Town. Spooky Town. Okay. Okay. Spooky Town. Um... (laughs) Bobby, there's <laughs> there's like parts of the world reversed by gravity. They're like floating upwards. And then there's these giant spheres that are spinning around each other and lightning bolts are shooting through them. I don't know, dude. <laughs> I don't know, dude, verse. I don't know, dude, verse. Okay, yeah, dude, uh, I'm yeah. sorry. We can put this bit out of its misery right after I ask Nick. Okay, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm i'm walking like i'm walking uh it looks like uh like a rundown area of gotham there's like fires in in homes but it's like people are trying to keep warm uh it's, it's like wooden but they're punctured by these giant like monoliths that are red crystals everywhere uh chicago too mm. perfect mm. chicago too okay mm. well if you like that bit, you can support us on Patreon for $5 a month. Get a sticker, get a shirt. You have our thanks. Uh, and to all our patrons, thank you so much. 
okay, no subs. No subs, but listener questions, which you can ask on Discord. And Holy hell. Uh, Bobby, what's going on? Well, we've got a lot of them. Yeah. So, <laughs> so don't feel like you have to take too long here to answer a question. Uh, first one from Zap. What is your what is your best or worst celebrity encounter? I don't have one. You guys go. Oh, I got a Christian. I, <laughs> I told I, I told this already. I don't even want to. Uh, it's so embarrassing, guys. It's too embarrassing. I got a good one. Um, yeah, go. go. I, think, I think it was like in 2014 or 2015. I was working at a barbecue place in downtown Detroit. Uh, and they sometimes get famous people. Like I've gotten to meet Keegan Michael Key, and this story is involving Jason Momoa because I got to I got to meet him. But he was fucking hammered. He was hammered. Um, they cut him off. Like when I started working, I showed up at work. I was being a food runner. And I was I was all giddy. I was like, oh my god, it's Cal Drogo. I'm like, I'm gonna make sure every single <laughs> I was like, I'm gonna make sure and like most of the people that I worked with didn't know who the fuck he was. Cause this was this was pre-Aquaman. This was like basically only yeah, Cal Drogo was like his only big thing. Was it season one or Stargate season two? Season one. Like oh, season man, one yeah. all the way like... back. Yeah. And like I got teased. People were like, Oh man, this crush is here. Like, oh, it's her crush. Ironies now is everybody's fucking crash. But anyway, um, <laughs> I liked it before off. it was cool. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. No. Uh, he got cut off, and so he left to go. I don't know where he went to go, but I watched this man walk across six lanes of like traffic, and no. I was so <laughs> nervous for the cars because this dude <laughs> is enormous. He's one of the biggest motherfuckers I've ever met, and he's drunk. He don't give a shit. He's got Aquaman confidence walking before there was Aquaman, and yeah, like I was so nervous for those cars. I was like, if any car hits this dude that's that car's totaled and he ain't gonna feel a damn fucking thing he's not he's he's a beast (laughs) he is a beast but yeah he that was definitely my favorite and best uh celebrity encounter my worst one was wale wale can get wrecked wale is a douchebag like the person who gets the shit rapper he's a rapper i thought the cute little robot wanted to start a fight because we couldn't like deliver food to him and he was like well i'm not trying to come in and run into anybody and it's like he's not even that famous not a single fucking person went up to him to recognize him once he left somebody was like hey did you know that was wale (laughs) no one's gonna go oh shit it's wale (laughs) (laughs) he was still an asshole but I don't know. Yeah, that's my. Uh, that's my, Yeah, I loved meeting Jason Momoa. That was great. I completely forgot until you said it. Yeah, I met him too in a way. Um, I was hanging out with a bunch of girls. It was me and like five or six girls at a bar, and it was Comic Con. And Jason Momoa fucking sat and his boys sat next to us. And next thing you know, all my girls are at his table, and uh, I was uh, all alone. And I went home. Why didn't you go? Oh, well, should have been Jason Momoa, dude. He didn't go to he, his voice, and he wasn't even trying. He was just he was doing this thing. Uh, okay, so like this is on the on the bar stool, and he's doing this thing, it's just flexing the guns, you know, just like like or a lot to think about. Like brooding, really, he was really brooding. hammered, and his boys are just fucking. He's probably trying not to shit himself. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I lost all my girls. Hmm. Well, he's a huge dude. It's 
hard hard to keep him around with him there yeah he's a gorgeous man yeah, I, just, <laughs> I didn't mean I didn't mean a, a gorgeous man physically, but I met a gorgeous man uh, sp- spiritually, I guess, I mean, personality wise. Uh, I met the rapper E Forty, uh, who's like a Bay Area rapper, um, and I got to talk to him for like thirty minutes. Uh, it was like the the Niners were in the playoffs. I worked at Best Buy. I was in my Best Buy clothes, and we were at a, a birthday party for someone who was was like an employee that everybody kind of was like, eh. and I was like, hey, there's a new restaurant. We're gonna go there. It's in the same like parking area as our as our place so we go there we go there i was like dude, there's a big ass mob of people over there but i'm gonna order a drink anyways i'm not driving so i order a drink and a big old mob of people leaves and i see him i'm like oh my god it's t40 <laughs> and i walk out to him and i was like hey man nice hat and that's all i say to him and he's like oh he's like oh thanks cuz and he was and he and all of a sudden he was just like who's your favorite player and I was like, well, I didn't expect you to ask me a question. That was out of nowhere. And we just talked about football, and we just talked about the Bay Area for, like, 30 minutes. He was, like, the nicest dude in the world. I was like, oh, is your wife here? And he's like, yeah, she's over there. She's just chilling over there and just, you know, talking to her girlfriend. I was like, oh, cool. And then he was just like, all right, man, you have a great day. That's it. I never asked him for an autograph. Or nothing. Yeah. I have a picture of it with him, and that's it. Sweet. And my friends were like, where the fuck did you go for 30 minutes? And I showed them a picture, and they're like, you didn't say anything? I'm like, what am I going to do? Bring another mob of people around him to tell the fucking rude? Yep. Here's an E40 lyric. Uh, Jesus Christ had dreads, so shake them. I don't have some, but I'm thinking about growing some. That's, 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 is that a, that's his chorus. Is yeah. that an E40 lyric? Yeah, mm-hmm. it is. Imagine all the Hebrews going down, dancing on top of chariots and turning tight ones. Yeah, I I haven't heard. I've only heard E thirty nine. I haven't heard E forty yet. (laughs) I need the updated Um, version. (laughs) Uh, At PAX, do you guys know the YouTuber, the Completionist? Uh, That sounds familiar. He completes. Spoiler alert: He's completing games. Uh, And uh, I'm with my coworker, and he's a huge fan. And he sees him. He's like, "Oh my god, the Completionist is here!" And he's kind of like, he's like, okay, I'm going to go up. I'm just going to say hi. Like, uh, I I like what you do. And all his friends are around the table and they're like not into video games at all. And they're like making fun of him the whole time. They're like, ooh, the completionist. (laughs) Michael, or he couldn't keep his shit together because the completionist walked through. I don't know. It was funny. Like one person's like idol is just like no one else cares. One man's trash or whatever. The opposite of that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So we did went up and he was super nice. And yeah, so not my story, but a wholesome thing that I was witnessed. Sounds like he wanted to let him complete on his face, dude. Uh, Bobby, what do you got? I've never met a celebrity. <laughs> I don't even know if I've seen one in public. I mean, I kinda, I've been to Comic-Con. And I'm like, I think that's the back of Brian Posehn's head. Or you know, is that Chris Hardwick? You know, like I've, I've kind of, yeah, dude, I've never met a celebrity. I don't know I'm what sure I would do. I'm sure you've seen them in San Diego, but they've been like, you know, who gives a shit kind of people like Snooki from the Jersey Shore, which uh, really yeah. did happen. That was like two blocks from your place. Oh, <laughs> that's a another- maybe I don't. Right okay, now. there's a couple more. Uh, no, I, 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 we're, guys, we're literally saying. on the first question here. We I know. We got to keep know, going. Know, but it's good. <laughs> we got it's we good. a long, we had like 12 questions, dude. It's good. Um, I'm worried. That, I'm worried. Hmm. When, hmm, how do I say this? Uh, I saw the cast of uh, It's Only Sunny in Philadelphia do some things they wouldn't want me to talk about. 
and also uh, the situation from Jersey Shore. Yeah, saw him do things that you think you, he does. Yeah, so there you go. Great. It was. Oh, that was Jesus <laughs> fucking <Wow>. Christ. Yeah. <laughs> you no, really I think did I, get feel like, I feel like I feel like. I feel like you were just being respectful, Emilio. You don't want to like, yeah. Yeah, the cast, most of the cast of uh, It's Always Sunny was in my apartment. Uh, oh, dude, Bobby that's pretty what cool. That means. Yeah, Bobby, I know what that means. All right, All keep right. going. Next question from Zap. What's the longest, most ridiculous game title you can think of? I have two examples. First one, Like a Dragon Gaiden. Like a Dragon Gaiden, the man who erased his name. And also the Walking Dead Saints and Sinners Chapter Two Retribution. Um, mm. First thing that comes to mind is there's a it was a VR game, but it was also like a regular game on Steam early on, and it's just called Ah, like A A A, a bunch of A's and then an H. Mm-hmm. Or like it's always your H's. first one in the top of the in, in your library because yeah, and, <laughs> and it's uh, the subtitle is a grotesque um, respect for gravity something like that and and it's a where you jump off of something and you try to like control your your descent basically but yeah it's uh i don't want to do it justice but yeah that's a bad one hmm interesting hmm Hmm. Hmm. the first (laughs) the first one that comes to my mind is going to be of course classic a wonderful one uh milk outside of a bag of milk inside of a bag of milk or milk outside of a bag of milk outside of a bag of milk both of those they work they slap they're great slap in like a bag of milk yeah slap it (laughs) (laughs) ridiculous but also like i feel i I haven't even played the games but i feel like they were kind of like it works yeah it's meta as fuck life is nothing but a milk inside of a bag of milk inside of a bag of milk that's all it is Mm-hmm. I can't even drink milk. Sorry. I can't think of any <laughs> any ridiculous titles. Okay. The only one I can think of Quickest. is the one where it's like, uh, you saw those games, now you can play them. The, oh, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But oh, it's like, yeah. Three hey, you saw long. those games, now play. What was it? It was something like that, but it was longer. It had, it had three like, more words. It had like 11 words. Yeah, yeah. That was a good one. Oh, and we looked it up, and, and um, Christian said it was the longest title on Steam, right? Yeah. Christian? Yeah. 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 And it supplanted whatever it was before then. Hmm. Yeah. Cool. Bobby's going to keep this going by just not answering. I don't know. <laughs> I, Sometimes I, I play the fifth. <laughs> no, I can't think of any, although I am always perplexed by titles of Japanese games. Usually on Steam, they're in all caps, too, so it feels like they're screaming them at me. And I think it doesn't bother most people because they play a lot of these games and they're used to it, but when I read these titles, I'm just like, they just threw a bunch of words together. What What is a Metal Gear Solid, you know? like when, You know, that's like iconic at this point, but that's kind of an example. Are all those uh, subtitles that they have for those games, they just always seem like slightly off. Like you can tell it's it, it, it something was lost in translation there. What is a metal? You've played every single game. What is a Metal Gear Solid? Metal Gear um, is a. Uh, it's just a code name. Mech. It's a code name for the for the actual like mech or like weapon. It's not a. It's not like a title. It's not like oh, this is a. This is a Metal Gear. It is. It's just a code name for the item. And then it became like. And then it became like 
oh yes, this is Metal Gear Ray. This is Metal Gear Rex. Originally, it was a code name for what they were trying to destroy. But like, how many became the name of the how, thing? How many Metal Gears are in the game? Would you say? I mean, like in the series, I think there's like twelve. Like that. Like as far as like unique designs. Like as far as gears like, made of metal. Oh no, 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 no! They're billions, billion, billions. Nice billions. And then the solid part is comes from his name, Solid Snake, right? Yeah, he's Solid Snake. Yeah, but there's no, but it, the game's name is Metal Gear Solid, no colon, just Metal no Gear colon, Solid. Metal Gear Solid. Yeah. yeah. All right, man. Whatever. Or right. Whatever Metal you say, Gear Rising Revengeance. There's another one. That's yeah. It's definitely that's definitely another one. <laughs> All right, moving on. It, uh, another question from Zap, his final one. If you could have a one non-alcohol sponsor for DLGCon, who would it be? Oh, dude, WASD keyboards. Be LaCroix. <laughs> uh, NVIDIA. Is LaCroix non-alcoholic? I don't know anything about it. Yeah. You don't like LaCroix? I, I thought we were talking about drinks, guys. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> like, is this, are, you, are we supposed to just pick whatever sponsor we would want? Non-alcoholic. Well, the so question I, does specify non-alcoholic. <laughs> yeah, so I, mean, I would assume it, it would be drinks, right? Could be. I'm not going to uh, drink NVIDIA. <laughs> you could. I don't know. Dude, Maybe. I want us all to get a custom keyboard that speaks to our soul. Everyone who attends DLGCon walks out with, like, yeah, just like the perfect color scheme for them, or the perfect keys. That'd be sick. I feel so like what would be your perfect color scheme? Uh, orange and black, maybe. I think I would like that for Halloween. I, no, I would. I would go to the booth, the WASD booth, and I bring Emilio with me, and then I would just ask him, "What colors do you really hate?" And then that would be the color scheme that I get for my keyboard. He's just digging that hole, dude. Nice. <laughs> um, I feel like if Razor did it, it'd just be blown. We'd have like Razor fucking hot balloons, a whole bunch of shit we don't need. I think EVGA keeps it classy. I'm going to go with EVGA. Hot balloons. Okay. So no on Tostino's pizza rolls. I think, yeah. Dude. I mean, somebody. yeah. <laughs> Yo, I had Tostino's pizza rolls like last week. It's just still slaps as bad as they are. They're pretty good. Now, are, is that the the bag of things that you can just grab off the shelf, or are those the ones that you warm up? You warm them up. You warm. Yeah, them. Oh, I'm frozen. thinking of like something else. There's like another pizza roll that's like a cracker. Anyway, combos, combos. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, all right. Next question from I Tom. Let me know if I'm pronouncing that right every week. <laughs> Not sure what the pronunciation on that is. Who is your celebrity man crush? Well, I think we know it's uh, Jason Momoa, right? I mean, he's up there for sure. Henry Cavill, yeah. Yeah, there's another Still one. You know Cavill. what? If if you're gonna put in like their personalities too, I'll go with Cavill. How I can love you go wrong Cillian. with Giga Chad. All right, I love Killian Murphy. Is that how you say his name? Mm. Dude, he is haunting looking. Like you remember that face? Exactly. You know? Yeah. 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 I love him in every interview. I'm like, this guy's so cool. He's yeah. a oh, cause... <laughs> dark, mysterious, sexy motherfucker. Yeah. Um, He's the evil we'll guy. Go with Mads Mikkelsen. Ooh. I like that. It's mm-hmm. good. Uh, Bobby, I'm dying to hear yours. <laughs> Celebrity man crush? I don't yeah. know. Uh, who, who plays Picard? 
Oh yeah, Patrick Stewart. Patrick, yeah, Patrick Stewart. Stewart. Yeah, yeah. The, that's the a man, good. That's a good one. Yeah, for sure. He uh, he's got class. Yeah, and and you know I'm crushing hard on him because I can't even remember his name. <laughs> All right. Uh, I Tom also asked, what moment in a video game made you stop playing it immediately? Oof. Oh. Now, is that tied to the video game story or like actual gameplay or because of like a, a save save uh, loss? Does not or something? specify. I'm going to answer with I'm going to answer with an answer for uh, fucking Mini Del Macho. The game, um, oh geez, by Super Giant, where it was a sport. You you travel around and it's an RPG, but you play a sport instead of fighting. Spy, fire, spire, something like that. Uh, anyway. Thing. It um, it asked him a question. It, pyre, pyre. There was an ultimatum. Basically, the game gave him, and he didn't want to answer it. And he loved the game. And other, rather than make a choice, he stopped playing it. I, <laughs> and I, I'll, I'll never forget. I'll never forget that. Like it just blew me away. He didn't like being painted into a corner, and I guess I can respect that. By yeah, the way, I, I, I try to message him and call him zero. Hmm. Yeah, I don't okay. know what's going on with Minnie. Yeah. Same. Yeah, let's hit him up. Hmm. If you know Minnie on a personal level, talk to him. Tell us how he's yeah. doing. Uh, I played Medieval 2 Total War, the Lord of the Rings mod, and I was getting real into it. Oh my God, they have the cinematics from the movie. Whenever you discover a new place, it's like, this Get is Barad. So cool. This is Baradur. And I'm like, yes, I'm there in real life. And uh, <laughs> so I'm putting a good amount of time in and then uh, the game crashes i'm like no problem uh, i reload it crashes again i'm like oh shit i look it up they say if you do this series of events as this faction i was rohan and, and you explore this cinematic it'll crash the game and you won't be able to reload anything and you'll have to restart we're talking like that 20 sucks. hours uh, i was just like eh not for me like i i can't I, I can't yeah, go back. Fuck out of here! That is terrible, yeah. dude. Yeah. yeah, that sucks. <laughs> mine's, uh, mine's also Total War. It's Total War Shogun Two. Um, there's a moment where in the game where there's a possibility where a bunch of your people can rebel. And uh, I've been playing the game for a while. This is like the first time I'm getting super into it. I'm learning how to play a Total War game. I'm learning that you don't have to attack people every fucking turn. You don't have to be at war with everybody. And then every single one of my towns rebelled against me. And I was like, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Like, <laughs> What were you play. doing? Yeah, Were you taxing the shit so out of them? Or? I was taxing the shit out of them. And then winter hit. And then they were like, we don't have any food <laughs> or anything. Yeah. Oh, but I was dude, like, oh. <laughs> there's a mechanic the in that game. And... The, the mechanic in that game, once you get to a certain power level, like the mid-game crisis is, uh, I'm pretty sure it's the Samurai Rebellion. So if you yeah, control yeah, no, certain... They're, they're, yeah. yeah. If you control it's certain a, towns, a... they rebel and yeah. Yeah, it, and if you play certain factions, that rebellion can actually help you too. So, Hey, yeah. Nick. Just mm-hmm. so you know, um, starving people get real mad. Yeah, they get re they get yeah, really yeah. mad really quick. Bad yeah, leader. You don't fuck with people's food. God, I've learned. I've learned since. Yeah. Yeah. Hangry peasants. You don't want hangry peasants. Mm-hmm. For me, uh, I stopped playing a game. It was it was Divinity Original Sin Two. Lotion and I got right to the end, like literally the end. You got to go through the door. It it's done. Couldn't do it. Couldn't couldn't shut the game. So technically, I have not beaten the game. 
because I'm right at the end because I can't. Can't that's beautiful. It. That's beautiful. Yeah. That is fucking beautiful. Wait, because it bugged <laughs> out? Hundreds because... of hours in the game and like news right at the end. No, it's a philosophical choice, you... Emilio. It's uh, from the heart. Oh, I see. I see. I don't want it to end. Bobby and I got to the what we thought was the end and then Minnie uh, explained to us <laughs> that we didn't have all the stars that you're supposed to collect. No. Throughout well, first the game, of all, that or... was Divinity Original Sin 1. And yeah, we had played the hell out of that game. And Minnie, who was like an expert in it, uh, was helping us at the end and guiding us. And he's telling it because the first one was a lot harder. So we're doing all the last things you need to do, like at the very end of that game. And he's guiding us because we don't know what the hell we're doing. And he's like, okay, all right. So at this part, okay, so you're going to put all your stones here. And I'm like, what stones? He's like, you know, the stones, every time you use up one of the things, I'm like, oh, dude, I've been throwing those away. I was like, I sold, <laughs> okay. I sold whatever I had to some vendor. So we would have to actively go throughout the world and go find those things. God damn. Yeah. That is hilarious, dude. Jesus. Yeah. Bobby, are you sure that's the, in my brain, which doesn't work as well as yours, that was, uh, that was part two. Yeah, we never. No. no, that was one. We never finished two. Two. Oh, you're um, right. We, we got, never got to the end of two. You're right. Yeah, we're really close to the end. We still have a save going. We're we're on like the very last island, I think. Like not yeah. right at the end, but close. Yeah, no, that was definitely one. I feel like there's more times where I've just like completely stopped playing a game. I know I've told the uh, No Man's Sky sto- story before, but I was playing that and kind of getting into it, playing with some friends, and then. Uh, some guy that I used to play hots with, um, God, Christian, you know, him, but I can't remember his name. Uh, we were playing and then he like jumps in and he like does these cheat codes or hacks or whatever. And he was like, oh, yeah, you know, you, you can like build all this stuff and do or get get all the stuff like the easy way or something like that. And after I saw that, I was just like, oh, dude, like even even though I knew like like I, I could have like not done that and continued to play the game the hard way and like collect the items and build things. And, but after seeing that, I'm just like, I'm wasting my time. <laughs> Bobby, did your Baldur's Gate, I, I'm going to ask every week, uh, is your team back up and running? No, no. Oh. I, uh, I worked, I had to take a day off so I could work on Friday. <laughs> I, I was filming two shows. That seems so weird. Um, yep. Okay. If you, no that, if you don't get that going, if that team doesn't get going, I feel like we should just like, hardcore commit to something me and you like two hours a week that we have to um yeah i mean we could uh, we could start up another playthrough but uh i don't know you tell me when you have time yeah yeah i know hey covid's making its rounds again guys maybe it'll force you that's what I, <laughs> I played i played a lot of boulders gate three the past few days because of covid and it's been like nice i've actually gotten i've caught up I've caught but up now like to shit. like where everything is. Uh, you know, it just it just took t- having COVID. That's all. <laughs> yeah, it's what we really need. It's another lockdown. Amanda's Amanda's cadence is dun dun dun. dun. Mm-hmm. Oh, I started watching that show for the first time. Anyways, sorry. Really? Yeah. All right. Next question from Pyronical. What percentage of DLG listeners do you think reside outside of U.S. or Canada? I have the percent. I don't know if we all want to take a guess first. Okay. Well, where did you find? Did you find this on Chartable? Because we used yes. to use that. Okay. I have it. I have it in front. I get an email from them every week. Um, I remember it being very low. I haven't checked in forever. Okay, I'm, so, I'm going to guess by this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to guess what percentage is 
U.S. and Canada together. So I'm going to go with 75%. Okay. I'm going to say 90. There you go. Hi. Wait, you're saying 90% is out of? No, no. 90% is U.S. and Canada. Oh, oh, okay. What about you, Amanda? Mm, I'm going to say 80. I'm going to do 83. 83. So if we're combining U.S. and Canada... Um, it is 75, almost exactly. 69.72 of our listeners within the last three months were from the United States. And 4.5% were from Canada. So put those together. And then we got everything else. Uh, this could be an interesting little factoid. What is the first country that isn't Canada that people listen to this podcast in? Or the United States? Uh, the UK. I would guess Australia or the UK. Poland. <laughs> Poland! No, Poland's not even on the list. That's really sad. Shout out to Poland. Uruguay. <laughs> or Uruguay. Uruguay. It, it, it's, it is the UK. And then and the next position is the Philippines. So if you're in the Philippines listening to this podcast, hey! what up? Thanks for checking the Philippines, it out. We love you. Yeah. And we routinely top the top 10 podcasts in Lithuania, just randomly, all the time. Hell the yeah, top t- The top 10 gaming podcast, I should say. Lithuania alright next question from Cricket Soldier if we had a LAN set up at DLGCon what game would you want to play against people attending Hmm. I I feel like we could hold court playing TF2 Bobby TF2 it'd be like we were doing magic tricks in front of them yeah I would love to play Starcraft 1 I'd say Age of Empires 2. That would be a good one. Because you got to think, Land Party, it's got... StarCraft is 1v1. But wait, no, you can do... What are you talking about? would be good. That'd be a good one. I just always think of 1v1 because of the competitive scene. What's the game that we played when we were in Vegas? I didn't play it. You guys did. Killer Queen Black. Black. Killer Killer Queen Black, Black. yeah. That's a good one, for sure. That'd be a good one. So fun. It, it, that that game's even fun as a spectator. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Next question from Warconius. He's got a couple. There are so Warconius. many things going on that require your time and attention, like career, family, gaming, investments, sports, and fitness. It's really hard to manage it all. How do you achieve a live life balance? <laughs> Dude, that is, you are asking for way too long. You know, ask for the not safer word process for that one. We will answer that question in depth there because there are some serious struggles with all of that shit for some. The answer is methamphetamine. My answer is to live in life, Warconius. That is my that is my answer. You know, I I do got to give a shout out. Um, uh, somebody that doesn't, um, somebody I've never heard of before, uh, messaged me like two days ago, and they were like, "Hey, man, I'm a blue collar worker. I work overtime. I am fucking exhausted after all that shit." I just wanted to let you know that I really appreciate you still stepping up and fucking getting job done, like the the podcast. Wow! Because um, I I listened to it going into to and from work, and I was like, yeah, that's why I do it. Yeah, that was really. I cool. do it for the people. No, that is cool. Yeah, yeah. we really do have a awesome. great community. Um, I barely do. It. That's my answer. I barely do it, and fitness is not 
one of them, unfortunately. <laughs> Got to cut some things out. <laughs> yeah, investments at least are fast now. You can invest in shit really quick, man. Fucking, you know, I, I yeah. love the Cash App. I love everything they do. I love their mission statement, all that stuff. Um, and you can invest right through the Cash App. I think it's great. Pretty red. Yeah. Oh, uh, I I paid Mila fifty dollars for something, and I was like, which is way overpaid. Whatever it was, I was like, hey, here's fifty <laughs> bucks. But hey, you have to invest it. And she's like, Starbucks. And I was like, all right. So I put it in Starbucks, and I was like, now you can see. I'm trying to explain to her how you know you bought that's a, a good lesson, slice dude. of pizza. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. I, I was like, you bought a slice of pizza, but the pizza can get bigger, and so your slice gets bigger. You know, that's the best way I could for an 11 year old. Sometimes slices make more slices. Yep. Yeah. So every once in a while. Yeah. I got my first dividend from Costco. Good $4. Fucking nice, dude. That passive income life. Holy shit. Passive income life, man. Oh, was I, did I bring it up trying to buy a house last week? I did not buy a house. Oh, okay. I got shot down hard by family members. They were just like, you're making a huge mistake. And I was like, all right. Oh, shit. Is it a house or yeah. land? It sounded like land. It was a house, dude. Oh, and the, oh. I'll talk to you later, Bobby. All right. I know you're looking for something. <laughs> are we, are we going into nice. business? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Warconius also says there was a state of play this past week and some cool PC news. Helldivers 2 will launch on PC as well as PlayStation. And February 2024 is the launch of the next installment of Final Fantasy VII Remake. Any hype for the FF7 Rebirth? I know Emilio really liked it. I'm in the same same camp. Final Fantasy VII Remake was pretty special. So... I, I talked about it after I beat it. I beat the remake. The first part of the three-part series of the remake. It gets so complicated. But, um, and I, I was like, I enjoyed it for what it was. I liked it a lot. It was the best combat I've seen in an RPG probably, maybe ever. Like, I really enjoyed it. It was active combat. Active role-playing combat. It was really, really well done. Um, but that I wasn't going to, I said then I wouldn't continue the series. I, because they made it very clear at the end and towards the end of the game that they're going to completely go in a new direction. Like the rest of the game, the rest of it was not going to be a Final Fantasy remake. They're going to go in another direction. And even if they went in the old direction of the old game, I don't know if I like I got what I wanted from the first part. Yeah. I don't need to play the other ones. Uh Helldivers 2, I'm looking forward to for sure. I really, really like. Just like uh Magica and just like Helldivers 1. I love the idea of having to cast spells or cast um drop whatever it is like a um, like a um bombard them stratagem stratagem yeah x x a d e and you get you, you know and you gotta click on where you want it and there's a lot of places where you can fuck up you know you're, you're under pressure you're trying to tap out this combo 
that is way harder than make executing something in Street Fighter, like uh, and and getting it in the right area. You know that that I I've always loved the idea of that. Um, although Hell Divers Two is third person over the shoulder, I believe, which is going to change things quite a bit. And I don't think a game has done stratagems in that perspective before. So I think that's really, really cool. Actually, the game that I brought up earlier in the in the podcast, the uh, Witchfire, um, they were talking about how, how hard it is to cast spells. And I was really hoping that it was like some sort of like combo system, stratagem system, but it, it was not that. But this is that. Like physical difficulty for casting spells i think it's fucking dope don't you guys like yeah no, no it's a great idea yeah, yeah. No, yeah it's and it's idea. super satisfying when you pull it off like it's the best absolutely thing especially yeah. under fire yeah yeah the lavers looks awesome shit <laughs> there's so many good game gaming am i right you know sniper mm-hmm. can you just fucking win the lottery and just sponsor the rest of us so we don't have to work that or something be, man dude, figure something that would out be great I think we might have to do it the hard way where we make good content and do it regularly. And yeah, try God to damn it. Yeah. Zutalor. Okay. Dang. Uh, all right. Next question from Tanman129. What is your favorite or most memorable oh shit moment while gaming? Uh, okay. So me and Zap were talking in Discord uh, and he posted a video of a dragon or some sort of earth creature in no man's sky. He's in VR and he's harvesting something. And then to his right, this humongous monster pops out of the ground and goes right down in the earth beside him. And you can hear he's going like, whoa, like it just looks epic. So I'm going to play that while you guys think of one so that everyone can see what I'm talking about. How about you, Emilio? I've I've talked about mine several times. I have one ready to go. Um, I, I I'll talk about it while you guys. Um, I have to bring it up. It's anybody who played EverQuest knew how hard EverQuest is. When you die, you lose experience, and you don't gain that experience unless you get resurrected. And if you get resurrected, you only get eighty five percent of that back. It was a very, very hardcore game. It was so hard. And then on top of all of that, um, I believe every five levels was called a hell level. And a hell level would take twice or three times or four times what a regular level would take. People that I was playing with would put tape over their monitor so they couldn't see their XP because they didn't want to see that all day took one pixel. Well, all day you would gain one pixel of like experience so it was extremely extremely hard and um i was on a rambling fucking uh what do you call it uh guild we we were like bad motherfuckers and we allowed this one guy to come because to uh, truth be told the dude had money and so he would throw around some money and he would get things done and so we're like, yeah, you can come, even though you're level 44. Um, level 50 was the level cap. And 
um, back then, this is a long fucking time ago, uh, the Killing Blow got all the XP. It was not shared amongst everybody. So oh, that's insane. So we're fighting. Um, there's only two dragons in the game, and only one of them is really worth doing. And it only spawned once a week. And so uh, it was it was it was fucking anarchy. There's only like three guilds that were worthy of doing nobody else could actually do it. And so we had to like schedule it. Somebody made a whole calendar and fucking this is like before Google calendars, like where these guys are writing fucking script so that we can fucking schedule dragon raids. Right. And then you, that's when dragon raid points would come up. It's like how many dragon raids you go on, you gain points. And then that's how you get items. Cause you can bid your points. But before that, we're just fucking throwing bodies at it. So it took 40 people to kill a dragon. And this guy, it, it was fucking crazy. We throw our bodies at it continuously and get this thing down to 0% health, but it's still fucking moving around. It's fucking killing us. And this guy that's level 44 walks in, throws one arrow, and kills it. Well, while, oh, this is what it was, while everybody else was dead. So he absorbed the XP for the raid. So level 44, ding, level 44. Five, the worst hell level of all the hell levels. It's the equivalent of doing five regular levels. Bing! 46. Bing! 47. Bing! 48. Bing! 49. Bing! He leveled up. It was in fucking same. By the way, also loot rights. He got loot rights, which means he gets to dictate where the loot goes. He's the only person, because he's the only person alive. He's the only one alive in a 40 mile, just graveyard of dead people. And he walks up and he loots it. And he, he, he was the better mind that, that day. And he actually distributed it where it should go. He, he, uh, he did all the right moves. And it was fucking crazy, man. It's it was bad. fucking crazy. Nobody was recording their screen when this happened. This could have been a Leroy Jenkins. Meeting. Yeah. That, yeah, that, yeah. It really could have. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For real. Yeah. I believe it was before. I mean, in my, like in my, dumb head i think it was before people were recording their gameplay i'm pretty sure yeah yeah i mean back then probably couldn't really like i don't yeah, even know how it with leroy jenk yeah bandy cam <laughs> oh man <laughs> remember seeing that shit in the center of the screen all the time yeah exactly yeah. Yeah, right in the trial version yeah. bold white letters bandy cam bandy. if it wasn't in the center it was at the top and the bottom we're talking about uh, six months of experience. He probably saved himself. It's Crazy. Ama- that's that's amazing. And w- were you guys? What was the? Were you guys all happy for him, or were you kind of like this guy didn't even deserve this? No, we were fucking ecstatic, dude, because we weren't okay. going to kill him. He he happened to like he died right away, and then he happened to die so early in the fight that he spawned and ran all the way back to the spawn in time. To get one arrow off, dude. That's <laughs> just so amazing. Amazing. It's fucking crazy. Yeah. That's that awesome. Shit. It's pretty fucking rad. All right. Um, for me. Right, who wants to follow that story? Yeah. Not, not yeah. Uh, Jesus. I'm good. <laughs> Days has one. I, I have one. I mean, I guess it's not as epic as that. It's kind of uh, funny. Oh, shit, I guess. But um, there was, when I was playing Ark, I remember one of the 
funny moments was like SOCOM and I used to play ARC all the time together where we're like we would build up our base and, and kind of do all that stuff. SOCOM would spend all this time building this base and finding this creature and and uh, or fighting finding different dinosaurs and different animals and i remember that he worked so hard one day to get like this pair of argentavises and argentavises are nice to have because you can carry a bunch of stuff on them they're kind of like a workhorse in terms of a of a flyer so you can fly and grab a whole bunch of uh mind uh, or and things like that and carry them on the Argentavis and like I think even at a certain point with a special saddle you can use them kind of like a smith or a forge and not a forge but like a um I don't know the workbench and stuff like that so they're they're really useful is all I'm getting at and they're really difficult especially when you're starting out and if that's going to be your first flyer besides the pterodon like an Argentavis is pretty tough and kind of scary as well to fight because they come at you and they will try and kill you <laughs> they're pretty strong too but so I had worked so hard convincing SOCOM to let me borrow his Argentavis so that way I could try and build a little house like on top of a mountain and I got a little too close to this volcano and it was the very first time that I had ever seen a wyvern. <laughs> and so I gave SOCOM all this shit. It was basically like, I'm a big girl. I can handle having an Argentavis. And so I'm flying around with one and a fucking poison wyvern comes after me and yeets me out of the sky. Like, kills me and the Argentavis out of the sky. And then I gotta be like, it was the first time I saw one too, so it was terrifying. I was like, "Oh shit, what the fuck is that?" And I was running away, but the, I can't, I can't like outrun a wyvern. Those things are so much faster. And uh, so yeah, just got completely annihilated. And SoCom didn't let me live that one down for quite a while. That like I fought so hard, and he was like, "You fought so hard for it," and then you got stoned, and he died. And I was like, "I was not stoned." <laughs> you. I you can't even play drugs. Stupid. I, I had COVID. <laughs> <laughs> well, no. No, i look awesome. stoned now because of covid but back then no i uh yeah so that it was terrifying though like i did not like any of the oh shit moments from arc there were a few animals that i had like an oh shit moment when i saw them like the fucking little poison raptors that would just knock you off your stuff or mm -hmm. oh so many like the therizinosaurus not therizinosauruses no it's the um they're like the thrasocycle or whatever. They're like the the saber tooth cats that climb up the the redwood trees and like all the, and the hide in the trees and then they'll completely knock you off of your creature out of nowhere. You're just having a lovely little stroll on like a wyvern or an Argentavis and you're like, oh, this is so beautiful. Look at the woods. And next thing you know, you're you're like falling from the sky because some massive Tony the Tiger asshole knocked you <laughs> off of your shit. <laughs> you had no She's idea where lying, the hell dude. he came from. Just pins you down and just completely annihilates you. Like it's ugh, it's brutal. Arc. Not even once for some people, I'm sure. Every single <laughs> time again for never. me and Nick, though. I think we hate ourselves enough that we'll just keep coming back. <laughs> All right. We are at the final question here from Old Man Dave. If you could become supreme leader for the developer of your choice, which would it be and what would your first command be? None. I don't know. I don't know. Bull from shit, people. I, I would be a terrible... I would make terrible choices. I don't want to be a developer supreme leader. No, thank you. 
<laughs> yeah, I think if any of us, if that happened to any of us, we'd run it right into the ground. But uh, how would how would you run it into the ground, Nick? Mine's one of those like sweaty boy answers. I'm just like, oh, I would be the develop leader of Konami, and then I would make, I would, I would make Kojima the leader, and then I would retire, and then that's it. Like that's 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 all I would do. All right, probably not a bad idea. Actually, yeah, probably what? Yeah, be good. Yeah. I'm like Konami doesn't need to exist. Bye. Hmm. I would sign up for Bethesda, and I'd make them build a new fucking engine. Let's not get into it. Let's not get into this fucking engine. <laughs> this fucking engine talk. Like, we're building a new engine, boys. Buckle up. <laughs> <laughs> this one's seen its fallout. <laughs> it's time to move <laughs> on. Uh, I, I know how you feel, Christian, because I, I used to have this friend, and we would always talk movies and stuff, and he'd always just be like, yeah, but the writing, you know? It's just, you know, the writing. I'm like, you have no fucking idea what you're talking about. <laughs> so did you did you use that as an educational opportunity, or were you like, yeah, the writing the writing sucks? <laughs> you know, there's only so much you can do, right? You have to give into it. I don't know. Yeah, now they have oh. Chad GBT. <laughs> yep. As far as like, I would run it right into the ground. I'd I'd take I'd kick, I take over steam. And I tell Lord Gaben, take a hike. Like, it's time you work on yourself. And I'd be like, <laughs> geez, that sounds rude. And I'd be like, uh, we're making Half Life 3. And I, and we're not going to keep it a secret. We're going we're gonna to put it in early access. And we're just going to work on it for fucking until it's a fine, finely, like, like a samurai sword. We're just going to work on it, work on it, work on it until it's the perfect game. And even if that means like it's been early access for five years and the technology has moved on, guess what? We're rewriting the whole thing. We're keeping the good parts. It's going to be something eternal. Or maybe like a, like a, yeah, a game that just evolves with the times forever. Yeah. Sounds like you're yeah. the director of Star Citizen. You, you'll yeah. Billions of dollars. <laughs> billions and billions. Thanks. All right. Yeah, I'll take over BlizzCon and I'll be like, we're bringing hots back, boys. That's oh, yeah. <laughs> we're bringing it back. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, we're bringing it back for those uh, 500 people that still play it. Nice. We All got right. one solid answer from Bobby, and that was it. Dude. He, he burns... <laughs> The, the coals burn hot in his heart for the pots. Uh, okay. What's everyone playing next week? I, I still want to play Void Crew, but it's going to be a busy week for me. But that is still something I'm looking at. Also, Titanfall 2 is $3 on Steam right now. And I've never played that. And oh, everybody so has good. told me how amazing it is. So probably just going to grab that, even though I don't like to buy games if I'm not going to play them immediately, I feel like three bucks probably Could should just, just pick that up. Play it off my account anytime as well. Do you have it on Steam or do you have it on EA though? Mm, that's a good question. Uh, I think yeah. I have it on Steam, but I don't know. EA don't even know what launcher they're using anymore. Yeah, 
Oh, we didn't even talk about this. Um, Steam hit 20 years, and they had a whole celebration anniversary thing. Did you guys check out that web page within? Yeah, I scanned through it, and they had like a nice chronology of games being released. It it was a nice stroll through memory lane, and they brought back that military green um, color that they used to (laughs) – that the Steam client used to have. Yeah. Never worked. It did not work. Yeah, um, I jumped. I jumped on for a Counter Strike one point six. That's the reason because I could not get one point six without downloading the stupid thing that was never gonna work. It's so stupid. I fucking why well, all the other ones we just downloaded through whatever the fuck IRC or whatever you know. I like to have, I like to have a desktop icon for my games, and that's how I launch them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. library crap. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, it was cool. Yeah, totally. Like, uh, this is what came. I, I like that they, you know, they talked about Nintendo things that came out that year and a PlayStation and all this stuff. Basically saying, like, we're here the whole time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought it was cool. Sweet. Oh, and all the games that they featured are on sale uh, from that. So, oh, cool. Yeah. So it's like, at least a hundred games, I think, are on sale right now. Um, I'll take, be playing. Yeah, I'll be playing. Uh, same. I'm not going to change. I don't give a fuck. I'm going to be playing Scar- Star Citizen and Remnant Two. Well, just like Nick was saying, like, uh, what game do you actually finish and just jump right back into Remnant Two just right away? I don't. I don't give a shit. I didn't feel like I accomplished shit. I, uh, it was the first step in many, you know. Uh, I'm going to be playing Inscription. Baldur's Gate. No, Baldur's Gate. Uh, I'm addicted to Inscription. It's maybe the best game that I've played this year, and I'm not going to stop till I beat it, which could be forever. So, yeah. Um, yeah, are we all done? I'm playing Baldur's Gate. I'm getting to the uh, coolest part for the character I like the most in the game. And uh, I'm going to probably finish it and probably finish the game. Nice. Nice. Yeah, I was like, hey, dude, Nick, I'll buy you fucking Remnant 2 if you want to play with us. And he's like, nope, I am going to play Bowler's Game and beat that shit. I was like, God damn. <laughs> so I want to beat it too. Yeah. yeah. Speaking for Bobby, Banda, Christian, Nick, and myself, motherfucking Baldur's Gate titties, everyone enjoy. We're going home. Nick, I enjoy your heroin and tether. I like it. Mm-hmm.